All right. Uh, today I woke up a bit later than expected because I I spent a night at my brother's place uh, doing some work with him. Yep. So I reached home at about uh, ten, and I straight away I come out. I came out to run. The weather is just nice. Uh, no sight of the sun. It's a bit gloomy down here. It's gonna rain anytime soon. But uh, I'm almost completing my run. Yep. So yeah, it's a good day. At least I I took effort in putting my foot out the door in my sports attire. Yeah, congrats to me. Thumbs up. Another good thing is yesterday I did quite a bit of work. Uh, for it's been it's it's good because I haven't been doing it for a while. What have I done? So it's, it's particularly my business. Uh, I did some marketing and I upload some photos onto the Facebook channel, uh, onto our Facebook page. Got to explore some of the components a bit because I never, I barely used a Facebook page. Or I, I think I never did. Yes, I never did. My previous business was thriving, not thriving. I mean, I use it. Use, use Facebook group instead of page. So there are a lot of uh, functionalities that a page can offer. Yeah, and, and realize that you can actually sell, uh, boost your page and sell, and, and buy rather, buy likes and shares. So I think that's how it works for my, my X23. Because I got 600 plus, probably about 800 plus likes already. But... Uh, that doesn't translate into buying capital. Uh, I only had confirmed about six buyers. Yeah, six buyers out six hundred. That's quite pathetic, and that's one percent, man. So you know when it it doesn't pay well using Facebook ad for such things, I suppose. But uh, I'm still gonna experiment it as I go. But right now the I don't want to boost my page using likes uh, and now I need to put it on the it, it needs to grow slowly because when it's starting nobody will really give a damn about your page if they don't see much action or interesting things uh, I have to be pers- uh, persistent in this aspect and and not be discouraged you know Looking at all the likes and the number of shares, number of interests is getting is definitely going to be low from the start, and I'm going to consistently put out content. So yeah, yeah, I've been also thinking about a lot about the the kind of words I put into my posts. You know, I I take a long time to write things, or rather. I can I can write things fast, but it's it's the structure that I'm always missing out on. You know, when when you post is different from there are different variations of writing. Of course, there's essay writing and uh, copywriting. You know, what essentially I'm doing is copywriting. So copywriting needs to be clear, concise, and uh, you need to drive something into the the context of the audience. You know. The impactful, yes, correct. It has to be clear, concise, and impactful. 
and, and you mix a little dose of uh, humor in it or exaggeration, it's fine. But I can't, uh, I can't determine that line, you know. So I tend to write quite a bit. Don't know how to phrase it. I have to, you know, quickly. I think it will pick up over time with my experience in writing. I'm very used to writing essays, uh, lengthy articles, <coughs> where I don't have a bone to actually cut it short and be clear, be concise. You see, so I just speak my mind whenever possible uh, into the paper. But uh, I need to change that, and I hope I'll pick up the skills and improve on them and uh, be more efficient over time because I'm spending way too long on a single post uh, yeah sometimes I think I do well sometimes I think I'm struggling and how to beat that mm, still need to think about it thoroughly I think practice will solve all, will solve all these problems uh, what's next It's about uh, what I've done for yesterday, mostly copywriting and uploading and making sure the page is functional so my brother can actually share in his group. Yeah, I also need to figure out a way to actually drum up the interest level in the my, in my Facebook page. Well, for once, I can actually buy, spend some money and buy uh, page ads to direct them into the into my homepage, but I think uh, I can use an, an alternative, which my brother suggests, just uh, friending people left and right, then sharing it in your own personal account. Well, I created a, a dummy account to create the Facebook page. Because I want to draw the line uh, between my own personal group, my own social life, and my business life. Well, perhaps I shouldn't, but I not I don't I don't feel good sharing my startup with my friends yet, because I'm I'm honestly I'm not so proud of the products that we are carrying right now, and eventually when we. When we explore further and expand, I'll be proud enough to share something that I can call my own. Right now, we're just selling other people's stuff, and they are not all that awesome. So I need to build up my inventory and my creative side to actually, you know, have a product that I can be proud of sharing my friends. <coughs> yeah, but anyways. I think my social group, as much as I think some of them would be able to share for me, I'm not the kind of person who actually go to friends and say, hey, help me, I need help in this. I mean, sometimes you ought to be able to, or be brave enough to ask for help when we need one. But uh, I'm just not that kind of person. I think I will ask for help when necessary, when I'm probably very desperate about it or it's not a great deal some non-challenged 
I can do it non-channelly. But uh, in business aspects, when I want something to, when I want, when I want it to grow so badly, but not to a desperate sense yet, I don't want to share with my friends or acquaintances because it will make me seem like I'm taking advantage of them. You know, I mean, I'm if I put myself in their shoes. If a long, t- if a friend that that don't really communicate with me from a long time ago, come to me and ask me to help in a business where I don't stand to gain much, uh, I'll probably not help. You know, or, or I'll feel obliged. Uh, I'll feel obligated. I will. I'll force myself, and it's not a good feeling, and it doesn't bode well for the. Friendship, you know. I mean, if it, if those are closest friends that uh, don't care, you know, about anything else other than a friendship with me, um, I'll be willing to help ask them to help, and it, and usually they will even ask, "Is there anything I can help?" If there ain't anyone who can say something like that, then forget it. I wouldn't try to sell, you know. Perhaps my my mindset will be will be changed in future when I dive more into business. You know the expect the expectations of me will raise, and sometimes I need to do drastic take drastic measures to accomplish certain things. But uh, hopefully, it doesn't change my personality too much, or rather. Uh, my principles of life and in dealing with people. Integrity is very important in this industry and uh, no one can truly say they are very fortified in their own principles, their own determined principles. You know, people change. It's a matter of how drastic the change is. I know I'm preaching here, but you know I'm just speaking whatever comes to mind. I need to learn to do that, and I need to learn to do that confidently in front of people. Now I'm just speaking to a phone, uh, and uh, nobody's probably listening, but it's all right. I'll still share that. Doesn't matter. It's for myself. It's is to put in something in me, you know upgrade myself well I digress again so what was it what, what was it yeah yeah principles as long as the things I do in future doesn't cross the lines of my you know the circle of my principles I think I'll do fine but like I said nobody is truly defined in a certain set of principles throughout his entire life there are so many things they are unforeseeable and they may affect your life and people around you so all these events that you know change your perspective of life may change your principles of dealing with things so as long as it doesn't go into the extreme ends you know as in you become really bad and evil as long as it doesn't go to that extent, I think 
everybody is entitled to change every now and then. Ah, so essentially, just change for the better. But better is also very subjective. This word, better, it, it refers to so many domains. It can refer to better as in your the way you deal with people. Better, what does it constitute as? Like you don't want to hurt yourself, so you don't want to socialize too much. Don't want to expect too much for people. Is that better for you? To some people. Probably is regressing. It's not a better life. You're just taking steps backwards by setting up barriers between you and people. But to certain people who has been emotionally hurt throughout their life, <coughs> they probably they probably think better means you know you guard yourself against all of this uh, potential threats. Your emotional and mental well-being. Yeah. So, like I said, what is good in the eyes of people varies. So you just need to be responsible for the words and your actions. I think that will do good. I think this is how I will tell my children. You know, whatever you do. Be it good or bad, it's all subjective. Some good may perceive may be perceived as bad in the future, like eating chewing gum. Is is it a bad thing? Well, it's bad according to the law, but morally, it's not bad. You know, as long as you know how to dispose the the chewing gum in the correct manner. So. Whatever you do, good or bad, in your own determined way, you just have to take responsibility for those actions. Yeah, that is what is important. I'm on forty minutes now, halfway through home. Forty minutes of podcast. I think I have an agenda to actually say. To speak about in this podcast, actually, mostly about mostly about being emotional or unemotional when dealing with people or in business. Uh, maybe I'll reserve that for another time. Now I'll briefly mention about what I'm going to do for today and tomorrow. Why tomorrow? Because I'm excited. Yeah, I'll be going Guangzhou. Uh, it's actually for a holiday with two friends, but I want to actually find some time to go to the wholesaler market or something, or even go to the factory line to source out for bags, which I'm gonna sell. <laughs> yeah. So I need to do some research today. Let's see where. Which district or you know the corner of Guangzhou that I can actually go into to to see this all this assortment of bags or fashion accessories or whatever man. I I'm just curious on the wholesaling, whole the wholesale part of the Guangzhou 
province because I know that uh, a lot of uh, factories are also all over there. I have a friend whose whose family line, family business is in the leather shoes industry. Okay, going to Guangzhou. The father is going to Guangzhou to look for leather, raw materials from Guangzhou. Uh, the father is actually owning a factory in Thailand. So, looking for raw materials where where they can actually process and sell in the Thailand market. I suppose. So. You see, this is very fascinating. I, I, I really want to have a foot in all of these domains, you know. Whatever's related to materials, to products, fashion products that I, I want to and most likely will sell in the future. I mean, I'm starting on with bags, but who knows where I'll go from there. I love accessories, silver accessories as well. So that is a domain that I can touch on. Clothes, yeah. It's a package, man. There's so many things to actually sell. And in this world of, uh, you know, free access to internet and the abundance of information easily accessible, the barriers of doing business has been getting lower and lower. People know where to go, look for resources. You know. So, the competition now is about the price wars, yeah. Whoever can get uh, better bargains for their raw goods or their wholesale materials uh, probably wins the game. And considering that they have a proper outreach to people, so so getting getting hold of uh, quality but low cost goods, but at the same time. Um, you are managing your marketing very well. Marketing is really important in this age, yes, with social media. I think things can really scale to a very huge extent if you know the right way. So I'm in my infant stage. Uh, I will get there somehow. I'll learn all the marketing techniques, tactics, the technicalities, uh, so I can spread my love you know, in this product to people. Yeah, so marketing is very important. That's one thing I'm going to really touch on. So, like I mentioned, uh, getting a good uh, cost, a good supply is very important. So, also, like I said, essentially the barriers of doing business is so much lower these days. Anybody can become an entrepreneur. <coughs> I need to stand up from this group of people. And I, if you guys heard about Blue Ocean Strategy, it's about creating your own market. No, we will always talk about supply and demand in the economics. No, when, when there is demand, that's only when you supply, right? What if there is demand, but there's so much supply anyways? So... There will come problems of price wars, uh, backstabbing, and all the shit that follows. It will be really hard to thrive as a small player in the industry, right? So, 
how do you pull yourself out of this so-called great ocean when everybody is fighting each other aggressively in the same marketplace? You excel and become different. So blue ocean strategy is about creating your own demand, creating your own market sphere, where you know you will be one of a few people uh, competing among yourselves. I read in previous book Zero to One by Peter Thiel, and I some uh, of some of his principles or the things that the concepts in the books is about uh, being a monopoly. And how do you bring a monopoly? You know, it applies in blue ocean strategy. Or it, you know, or blue ocean strategy actually creates this, a monopoly. If, if, if used properly, it will create a monopoly in your industry. So putting these two books together, I've learned much more. Essentially, it's true. <coughs> you, you need to really think of ideas that really drive demand up in specific markets. Uh, I'll go deep into this uh, blue ocean strategy in later podcasts. Now on my 21 minutes, uh, but a lot of things I, I've talked about today. I think uh, on hindsight, if I speak like that to a friend or an acquaintance, I'll really get them bored, right? So this is more of uh, me just uh, putting my thoughts out loud, saying them out loud, yes. Mm. When you communicate with people, people are very intrigued by stories. They'll be captivated in your speech if you have something that they can emotionally get attached to, they feel for you. So uh, in that manner, I need to really improve because I'm not much a, stor- a story teller, you see. I mean, I don't have very eventful things in my life to talk about. Or probably, actually I have ex- a lot of different experiences, but it always seems like I cannot articulate them properly to get an interest level. I mean, I know I'm good in specific areas like talking about my incident in Thailand where I can, you know, elaborate and, you know, that's the best story I can come up with. Uh, but it's a true story, of course. Or In my perspective, I, 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 if I remember everything correctly, it will be true. <coughs> yeah, it's things like that. But most often, when I experience something cool or great, I don't really imprint it on memory. When I speak to people, it just doesn't. The topic just doesn't elicit those kind of images that I can elaborate and tell a story about. Maybe, maybe just telling a story doesn't mean it has to be really true and from experiences. You know, I need to. I think the problem with me is listening. I suppose listening and. When, when you're actually really listening with your heart, other people's story will be imprinted in your life. Uh, hopefully, if, if those stories are too negative, you don't impact your life well too great, you see. <laughs> so you become crazy and psychotic. 
if a psycho person just speak to you about his crazy killing, uh, imaginary killing sprees of people, you know, those kind of things. But uh, if you listen to people uh, with your heart, you, the stories will stay in your head or in the corner of your heart. So whenever the time arises, you can talk about those kind of stories, not necessarily your own, right? So you have a lot of things in your repertoire. Your backpack of emotions, your backpack of uh, stories, for that matter. Mm, so this is the kind of thing I need to be uh, thinking about. Probably in uh, several blog, blog podcasts later, I will just not just speak about my day. I will talk about a story every single podcast. Ah, yeah, correct. How about doing this? I just let me just uh, cycle through some of the stories of my life to start with, uh, and put it on a podcast. So I'll just not be rambling on about my thoughts on and on and on and on you know in every single podcast it'll be boring at least for me as well now i'm 25 minutes you see in this in 25 minutes short span of time i've uh i think i've spoken to on a lot of topics that i can't really remember and my whole agenda is destroyed. Uh, actually, no. If I look at a macro level, I'm doing just what my agenda wants me to, or what what my what I set out the agenda to be. That is to, you know, talk about myself and my thoughts, and dive deep into a certain topic. But I'm not exactly diving too deep, or deep enough on a certain topic because. I have too many topics. I probably have talked about six, seven topics in this 26 minutes of span of time. And, and uh, you know, how, how deep can you go when you talk only a few minutes about this topic one at a time, right? So, there's something to contemplate. Uh, I should just... Uh, so, going forward, my podcast... Uh, Either it should be about a story, the moral of that story, okay, that will be one podcast. Or another type of podcast variation that I can do is uh, dive deep into one certain topic, right? Of course, topics when spoken, it branches out into different subtopics, but you got to get back to the main agenda so that you don't distract people, right? and go all over the place. I think I need to structure that kind of uh, thought process. Okay, so, yep, in summary, if you haven't heard my last paragraph, uh, I'm gonna make sure that uh, in every podcast, or in most of the podcasts, I'll be talking about stories, telling my stories, or other people's stories, Okay, another variation of my podcast will be diving into a certain topic so I can keep it short and sweet. Yep, this is it. So I'll close off down here before I ramble on and on. Bye-bye.